on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. Today is going to be a knockdown, drag out fight. And no, I don't mean I'm taking good old boy Dave shopping for new pants. Woohoo! No, this is a real fight. And there will be no mercy. No mercy? <laughs> Who writes this stuff? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Recently, good old gal Juliana and I acquired a few beers from Dancing Gnome Brewery. They've been a fixture of the Pittsburgh craft beer scene since they opened in 2016. We were going to just do a brewery takeover and taste a flight of beers. But then we found out that we have a gnome brewery here in Nashville, too. So what would any responsible person do if they got their hands on two gnomes? You guessed it. Welcome to another edition of We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoke and host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Welcome, gather around, drinks in hand, chips around or pretzels or crackers or something. Get a comfy chair and... Maybe some peanuts. Maybe some peanuts, Mm, popcorn. Never. Something, yes. Something tasty. Something tasty, because this one is going to be cool. Everyone, this is a sud segment where we drink and we know things. Well, okay, we definitely drink and we drink a lot. So we're halfway there. (laughs) This is going to be such a cool episode. Joining me at the table today for this crazy gnome episode is good old boy Kendall. I am so looking forward to this. (laughs) This is going to be fun. Sparky, good old boy Sparky. Thank you for being here today. It's great. Well, you said this was a retrospective on Klaus Nomi, but I thought that we were here for something else. No? Dude, I'm sorry. I got to throw a flag on that one. Whatever I can do to get you here. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm speaking to your intellectual side. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy that. Sorry. I'm like so jazzed. Man, let's just. She even has her jazz hands up. I know. I, I do. Got all the Why don't you drink a beer? And- Who is this guy you're <laughs> talking to? What? Good old boy, Sean. I'm just, I'm happy to see you across from me. I'm happy to see you and everyone else here on the, the recording. It's been a bit. All it right. has been a minute. Yes. And good old boy, Dave. Hello. I have sensitive nipples. <laughs> <laughs> yep, here we go. And, and we're off the rails already. Yeah. Didn't take long. Who are you? Who am I? Yes. I'm a very happy good old gal Juliana today. Yes, as you will see with this episode. So today is going to be a knockdown, drag out fight. And no, I don't mean I'm taking good old boy Dave shopping for new pants. Woohoo! 
Thank God. Yeah. No, this is For a real. real fight. And there will be no mercy. No mercy? <laughs> Who writes this stuff? <laughs> right. Good boy, Dave. If you're not going to try on new pants, can you at least tell us what we're doing today? All right. Let me put on my current pair of pants. Uh, well, recently, good old gal Juliana and I acquired a few beers from Dancing Gnome Brewery. They've been a fixture of the Pittsburgh craft beer scene since they opened in 2016. We were going to just do a brewery takeover and taste a flight of beers. Boring! But then we found out that we have a gnome brewery here in Nashville, too. Crazy Gnome Brewery opened up in East Nashville in August of 2020. So what would any responsible person do if they got their hands on two gnomes? You guessed it. Welcome to another edition of Thunder Gnome. Two shall enter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Sean broke us. I just I just had this like image of Tina Turner with two gnomes, and I just that's where my brain's gonna be with the rest of yeah. Like we don't need another hero. We just need a gnome. Or a small hero. A worthy gnome. Half a hero. <laughs> Two gnomes into one gnome leaves. <laughs> okay. So this is how this is going to go. We're going to do three rounds of blind tastings. The first two rounds will be head-to-head comparison with the same style. The third round will be a freestyle battle royale where we pit something kind of unique from each brewery and may the best gnome win. I'll give you the lineup after each round, after we taste and rate those beers. Good boy, Sparky. Would you please give us the Suds ratings for today? Oh, boy. Well, well, hold on, Sparky. What? I, I brought in a special guest to do the Suds ratings. A special guest? We'll be discussing and rating these beers with these Suds ratings and our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. One. That sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Two. Was that a belch? Three. Ah, what a relief. Four. A body should really not make that sound. Five. Listen to that hang time. Give me another. Okay. I'm just, I'm wondering where do you have this gnome locked up? Is like he in your garage somewhere? It's the, it's the guy on the table. I had to pay him in beer. That's why he's laying down. Uh, I would just like to point out that it is very impressive that that little guy could still produce at uh, the really loud levels that the, were. The guttural. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of uh, volume. Oh. No gnomes were harmed in this <laughs> yeah. podcast episode. We'll get there. Uh, Yeah. Just. Kind of creepy, but uh, yeah, okay, we're going with it. So, guess we get to round one, huh? Okay, ladies and gents, in your in front of you, we have one A and one B. They are both red ales. Shall we agree that they are a nice reddish color to I'm, start with? 
I'm colorblind to red and green, so okay. I'm going to have to. I'm yes, not wearing my yes. special and chroma glasses. <laughs> so um, one of our super beer brains here, Kendall or Sean or Sparky, tell us a little a bit about the style, if you don't mind. Throwing you right. Definitely. Go, for it. Go for it, Sean. Uh, I would say it's a uh, malt forward uh, yep. characteristics, uh, caramel malt, uh, usually some sort of uh, bready malts uh, in there as well. Um, and then as I'm recalling, trying to remember when I when I was brewing a red ale, uh, some of the other things. Uh, sometimes like, and I'm picking it up on uh, 1A here, feels like there might be a little bit of chocolate malt in there. There's definitely something going on there that's giving it more of a roasty note. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, definitely. I don't know, Kendall, uh, any other... Uh, any other highlights of the style? I always get just a lot of caramel, like you mentioned. You can get a lot yeah. of toffee, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but when you look at these beers, the one is definitely um, a little bit darker than the two. And I yeah. think you nailed it. I think there might be some other malt in there, like a little just a touch of chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. Well, but isn't it like, like with, especially with like an Irish red, right? Like you, you're supposed to get that roasty finish mm-hmm. right. and kind of a dry yeah. But then, like, as with every style, if you throw the word American, like an American red ale, it's just going to be hoppier. Yeah, yeah. and, it, yeah. and it, ten, it tends to be less roasty, more caramelly. Yeah. yeah. And, and you really get that from the, the malts. It's, it's, it's a malt-driven beer, unless you do hop it up a lot. And, you, you know, that's where you get your red IPAs coming in. And it does balance out really yeah. nice. Yeah, this is nice. This is very nice and balanced and what I would consider to be more traditional to the style. I mean, personally, when, when I'm having a red ale, I, I don't want to be assaulted by hops. I want to focus on the roast and the, Correct. the yeah. dry finish. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. It's mm-hmm. nice to taste the traditional aspect of it, mm-hmm. I think. I think number two is, is probably a little more American forward. I'm getting oh, yeah. less... <laughs> Less of the roast, or even less of uh, the roastiness, a little more sweetness. Yes. But yeah. there is some hop out there to balance that sweetness. But, yeah. But it is a sweeter beer. It is. Yes. And therefore, yeah, a little bit lighter in color and color. Yeah, less chocolatey, but more. Yeah. Now, with 1A, I, I'm digging it maybe because there's. I feel like there's a spicy. Am I getting like rye or something like that? That's very possible too. Um, That's an, another favorite ingredient in the style. Yeah, yeah I feel like I'm getting a, a spicy rye. I almost, I, I almost want to say this may be leaning towards like an Irish red versus a true like American okay. red. I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't divulged or looked into <laughs> like the specifics of what they're brewing with right. yet. Yeah, um, it, it's just got a little more flavor overall. Yeah, yeah. And I like the aroma on one A a little more than one yeah. B. Like they're still kind of cold, so it's can't totally get it. But I do get more caramel. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm yeah. I'm really I don't know. I I tend to be a little bit more of a traditionalist, and I mean, I'm really digging one A much more than one B. I mean, I see where they're going with one B, but also like. Again, with that style, I want to focus on the the dry roastiness, the malts. Like I'm a malt freak, <laughs> and uh, no, right? other, you're all right. kinds of freaks. I yeah. am, but but really on one B that I I'm kind of a little bit distracted by the hops on it. I I mean, yeah. it's not out of balance, but that's it. Really, kind of overshadows. I yeah, think they're both they're nice little, beers, but they're they're definitely different. Very different. Yeah, very different. Yeah, and well, even even talking about the color, the the one the one uh, A is. I mean, it's a like a gorgeous, light, like a light brown ale almost. Yeah, but it has those red tints and it's yeah. crystal clear. Yeah. Whereas two is, it's reddish, but it's it's almost a dark amber yeah. ale, and it's it's got a little haze to so, it going on. Yeah, the clarity piece 
since I can't comment on the color red at all. <laughs> but honestly, they're they're both nice beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's nothing objectionable I, in either no, of them. Yeah, put no. a pint away. They're just very different interpretations of the style. Challenge accepted. Yeah. But okay, so to add to that though, which I think is cool is I've never had the same kind of red ale from different breweries. All the, like, I think the red ale is the one that's most open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. You know you what I mean? A lot of room. Yeah, there is a lot of room, and you can have varied versions. So, me personally, I'm enjoying both of them, but I'm enjoying both of them for different reasons. You know what I mean? That's fair. I yeah. like the the hoppy, the hoppier note out of one B, but then I like the so- spicy, the deep. Like, Roasty, you know, yeah. this yeah. one is, I mean, 1B to me is like a fiery redhead. Like she's the original. She's not a bottled version. Lots of character. Yeah. This one is like what's really under the trunk kind of thing. <laughs> I would I would love to do uh, with the first one. I would love to like use that to make a batter for like, you know, fish and chips. I think it would be fantastic to go along. Both yeah. of these would make a good base beer. Yeah. 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 yeah that's. Dang That's, it, now I want fish and chips. I, me too. <laughs> That's what I had for dinner last night. Oh, so. good on you. <laughs> little did I know I could have had this beer with it last night. <laughs> this, this is a fantastic beer for fish and chips. This yeah. style goes mm-hmm. so well. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. it cuts through some of the, like the, the oiliness. The yep. Exactly. Well, we'll be back with our final thoughts on the red in just a minute. Welcome back, everyone. So, today, sorry. It's a battle of the gnomes. We are pitting two breweries, one from Tennessee and one from Pennsylvania. Mercies for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. Those gnomes, I gotta get a decoder ring for them or something. Yeah, decoding ring. Anyways, these two beers that we have been discussing with the first part of this podcast was a red ale. So we have 1A and 1B. <laughs> and then, of course, because we're extra, we went and we blended them too. <laughs> so 1A, we are going to rate a 4. Uh, 1B, we are going to rate a 3. And then if we were to put 1A and 1B together, blended good old boy candle style, I'm going to say we're going to go with the five. <laughs> yeah, it was cr- yeah, yeah. Dur- during the break. We Kendall got a little adventurous. Yeah, because the, the thing I noticed, you know, we talked about the hops really standing out in two and the, the roastiness in one and that one was a little more dry. One was a little more sweet. And it's like they're very different interpretations, both good. But if you put all of these flavors together, I bet they work really well. So I did that about equal amounts. I mixed them together and it was just a beautiful red ale. Everything you want. Yeah. It very and it really very did tamp down kind of the sharpness of either, and then kind of just all the flavor of the malt came out. So when gnomes work together, that's when <laughs> beautiful the magic things happen. happens. Yeah, exactly. Are they cooperative like Smurfs or? So I read something that said gnomes are always born as twins. Huh. So maybe one was crazy and one liked to dance. And one they was got ha- separated yeah. at birth. And one was happy and one was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And you brought, brought them back that's together. Cool. Yeah. But to be fair, I think, 
both of these beers are really good. And no matter which yeah. one you drink, you will. I mean, they're both you very can, enjoyable. No, they're both yeah. solid. Yeah. Yeah. And, and probably it, some of the most enjoyable reds. And you also got to give it to, I, I don't know, have we did decided which one's which yet? Have you she told, hasn't no, let that's us why. know yet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. I'm, yeah. I'm curious about okay. this. So our runner up comes from Pittsburgh. Oh. Yes. Ooh. It's called She Knows Beer. It's an American red ale. 4.6% ABV. It's a vibrant red ale that was designed and brewed by the talented women at Dancing No, woohoo, in collaboration with the Pittsburgh Brewery Diversity Council, which cool. started in 2021 as a way of um, kind of going good stewardship to and helping to encourage diversity yeah. in the brewing industry. Very cool. And, and speaking of which, in Pennsylvania, the first um, holy black brewery opened up this year in Harrisburg, our capital. Oh, so cool. I thought that was kind of cool. Nice. Um, One of the three brewers, I, I think there's three now, at, at Dancing Gnome is a young lady. Yes. So she's clearly knocking she it is. out. Yes, yeah. she is. Well, and Pennsylvania's cool. got a good history, too, with women brewers, right? It's uh, Carol uh, what, Carol Stroud. Stroud's Brewery is from mm -hmm. Pennsylvania. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yes. So, that's that. And then Crazy Gnome's beer um, is a little bit was different. the winner it was they call it a red hat ale this one is only five percent abv which i find interesting because it doesn't i mean it's so much it's got flavor. A lot of flavor exactly yeah. but the fact that the dancing no beer they went ahead and described it as an american red that makes, you know, sense. makes sense with the more hop forward profile <laughs> Sure. Yeah. So I think if you're looking for an American red ale, knowing that there will be a little bit more hops involved, this is a really good example of that. Well, I think it's great that, you know, right off the gate, right out of the gate, Tennessee has established its dominance over Pennsylvania. <laughs> I think that's that's what Jeez. really I got out of all of this. Are the Titans playing the Steelers this season? <laughs> Really? Pro probably at some point. Yeah. 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 We'll we'll see how that dominance works we'll out. See. We'll see. <laughs> We're not scared. Wow. Okay. And another thing about Red Hat is they do use rye malt for a clean dry hey. Hey. Oh. Look at that spice. Picking Look at that spice. Yeah. Um oh, yeah. check so out the taste buds on Juliana. <laughs> they they can't hey, 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 hey. Don't be looking at her taste buds. <laughs> Okay. So in that round, the young upstart. Uh, I know. The established uh, experience. Isn't that kind of cool? It came out swinging. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's within walking distance of my kid's middle school. I there just you go. Kind of wow. need to change up my game plan now. <laughs> Field trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Rock on. Let's go to round two. Okay. Round two is going to be the battle of the fest beers. Ooh. These look completely different. Very yeah, different. I don't, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking at two B here, and it's got the color of a pilsner, like a yeah, uh, yeah. Is yeah. um, that quotation finger fest <laughs> beer? Oh, mm. okay. I mean, it definitely has a lot it's of the flavors going for fest mm -hmm. beer. Very much. Ooh, one A is or two A is nice though. That's kind of what I think about. 2A is what I think about when I think about a fest beer. Yeah, especially Same. in color and yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, you know, are we talking the uh, you know multi martin or are we talking about the easy the, drink, the lighter and, you know, the, version, the, the, the fest beer that you're meant yeah. to put down two or three liters? And I wonder if that's Challenge what accepted. we're running into I think well, that's here. What we're seeing here, yeah, yeah. The again, the traditional versus the new. I think fest beer took over at the Oktoberfest like in the nineties. Yeah, like yeah, it's not it really hasn't been around that long. Yeah, but I mean, I, I love Marzen. I think it's just a yeah, that's really I stuff. look forward to every year. That's kind of how much I can yeah. put away. I actually look forward to both of these. You know, they're both Oktoberfest yeah. theme beers, but they come at it from different angles. Well, Marzen like fills you up too. So like you you know, you switch off to Fest beer to kind of give yourself a little break. Yep. Even with your palate too because Marzen's such a rich, flavorful style, but this Fest beer is like nice. It's still got flavor, but it's a little bit of a a, a lighter kind of kickback did they cancel oktoberfest again this year yes they did jeez man you know i i really miss the the rhizome volksfest to me i mean that was such a fun time that was fun yeah. too but yeah you need to talk to somebody about that yeah i know there's Trust a few me. of us lobbying for it i had my dirndl pressed and everything man i do i do have some leader hose and i haven't broken out yet and i i need to Oh, I've broken out of some leaders. Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, I probably would break yeah. out of some leaders mm. if I tried it. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Kindle in leather shorts. Yes. <laughs> Think about that, everybody. Oh, my. Uh, I'll wear them next time, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, I mean, this is just, I mean, very different. You know, one, I mean, 2A really feels like a more traditional Mertzen, and then 2B really is, you know, Kind of in that fest beer, fest beer yeah. bucket. Yeah. Both of these are good. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing, no slouches. Yeah, yeah, nothing Again, going on I'm here. Impressed that, by both. I mean, yeah. I, but for yeah. different reasons. We're drinking. I think we're drinking out a draw, in my opinion. Both are very solid beers, and they do what they do very well. And, yeah. it, and it is not really fair to compare in any category in any brewery a, a Martin versus a, a easy drinking fest beer. Yeah. Well, I think that's and that's kind of the danger you run into if you just use a generic term like fest beer. Yep, because it could yep. be both. Yeah, correct. And it, and that's what Oktoberfest has come to mean too. You never know what you're getting when you buy a modern Oktoberfest, especially if you've never had it before. Yeah, yeah. Juliana and I did a a little short episode and covered some fest beers, and and I think all three ended up being Marzins, but one of them leaned more towards the lighter well and i think you can blame sam adams a little bit for that too because they've created such a dominant made the name well known and it's quite a bit different you know than what we consider sam adams for a lot of things right (laughs) (laughs) you know i mean but even i I think all the big brewers have done that um yeah sierra nevada changes up their oktoberfest beer every Every year year. and they've gone the range from easy drinking fest beer to a nice toasty body yeah i've had a lot of bell's oktoberfest this year and that one's really solid solid and just you know really what i want and and i've been drinking a lot of other oktoberfest and i just keep gravitating back towards the bells yeah Mm. so i would say in that regard 2a is closer to what bells is doing with their oktoberfest yeah absolutely absolutely um you know there's a little more malt character to it that than 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 for I sure. feel like uh, to, to be yeah. to be is more like because we, we had the urban chestnut from uh, St. Louis, and I feel like theirs is more on the lighter fest beer side. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, well, and that's one really cool thing about it too. It's it's like you you can get both. You get the best of both worlds. You know. On on two B, I'm getting more alcohol out of the end of it, which is unusual because I 
you know, don't usually associate that with the style, but I don't know. I'm kind of getting like a little burn there. Well, Juliana is, spiked yours. Okay. So. Well, that explains a lot. With yeah. some hard seltzer. Was it a roofie yeah. colada this time? Because, <laughs> well, all right. Yes. We'll tell you when you wake up. Yes. <laughs> well, I had to get, you know, keep him here for That's a while. Because he's so busy. That's right. Well, back to the gnome storage. Okay. So... A couple of thoughts. First of all, this year seems to be like this summer was the summer of Pilsners and this fall seems to be the fall of the Oktoberfest. Like, I'm so happy that so many breweries have embraced this style and done their interpretation. There's just been so many great Oktoberfests this year. And it's the type of thing where like I want to keep drinking it even like Mm -hmm. past October, you know? Yeah. Get some schnitzel. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just a, a colder version of a lawnmower beer in my eyes. Isn't that transitional? Isn't it funny exactly. how craft brewers have now realized that easy drinking lagers sell well? Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's right. weird. Don't say. It's only yeah. like 98% of the beer sold yeah. in the world are easy drinking lagers and it's like, okay, craft finally figured that out. Yeah. People like beer that they can drink. Yeah. Sure. And not get totally wasted on a barrel-aged Neapolitan, you know, yeah. Sunday yeah. or something exactly. like that. Is this, uh, I mean, there's a time and place yeah. for that. <laughs> is this right, the totally. pendulum swinging back from lactose beers? You know, I like, hope so. God, I hope so. But no. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I think we need a ban on lactose and beer, except yeah. for milk stout. Reinheit's Skaboot 2.0, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's a good reason for those laws, yeah. let me tell you. Well, when those milkshake seltzers started coming out, you know, oh, that's oh, really, God. Really weird. So. Okay, so overall on 2A, I mean, the color traditional e fest beer mm. and we are going to rate this a four okay to be a little lighter in color but still dare say it's it's still a traditional yeah fest so beer. the 2a the kind of the mars in to mm-hmm. be sort of the fest beer. not not to be you know um that is the question. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm giving myself one of those. Okay. And to B, we will rate that one a three. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. A three. So not, I'm in not, not the yeah. tie. Yeah. I mean, two, three, three, three and a half. It's a high three. Very yes. high. But I think it's it falls into that category of where the beer with the more flavor tends to get more points. Okay. Okay. You know, that's that's what happens with a lot of like session IPAs when you taste them with, you know, normal IPAs. Well, they just tend to not get the extra credit. For me on the Fest beer, it just wasn't as clean finishing as I wanted. This should yeah. be super clean, clean finishing. Okay. This one yeah. had a little extra going on. That's in what I was saying at the yeah. end. There was something the, that the just didn't quite. That, yeah. yeah, it's weird. What yeah. booziness. I'm kind of curious to find that out whenever. The yeah, maestro I feel like, reveals. Yeah, and I also feel like 2B could play in other s- styles mm-hmm. in, the, in the lager category. You know, something mm-hmm. with like, maybe like, not of my Bach, but, you know, definitely along those maybe lines. Maybe like of, an American lager, almost. Like, not a light lager, but right. just like a, a regular American lager. I don't think it's got adjuncts in it, but still. I think, yeah, I mean, 2A definitely very traditional i mean both in color but in style and i think this beer was brewed to style and very classic yes to be i feel was a little bit more modern maybe you know in terms Mm -hmm. like 
I enjoy their interpretation. So if you're splitting hairs, I think that it's safe to say that 2A was the down the middle classic. Yeah. And 2B was a little like breathing a little bit of new life into what a yeah. fest beer would be. Okay. That being said, 2A was a 5.8% ABV beer from Tennessee. <laughs> and two, two for two. And 2B was a 4.5% ABV hmm. beer from Interesting. Pennsylvania. Interesting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Here again, though, both beers are good. No, they yes. are. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Yeah, I would have uh, hoisted and emptied a stein of either one of those, maybe yeah, several. Exactly. Yes. But what I, I, it's hard like now tasting both of them side by side and knowing what they are. I like the traditionalness of 2A, but I'm also really digging what Dancing Gnome did and kind of putting their own little twist on it. You know, because one of the things that I love about that brewery is they take traditional styles and they don't go completely off the rails, but they do their interpretation of it. Are you okay? Yep. What happened? Oh, I skipped ahead to oh. the threes. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to be interesting for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For, for, those, <clears throat> for those playing along at home, uh, Spar Sparky here just made a very interesting face. That's I thought he was. I thought he pulled a muscle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it, the both things happened concurrently, I think. I, I'm yeah, they had a bit of a spasm. Okay, then. <laughs> Here we go. Wow. Okay. So, I think this is, uh, this is cool because, again, not all beers are the same, you know, and mm -hmm. you can have different interpretations. All right. Let's move on, then, to round number three. Thank you. Hey. That was really sweet. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> okay. So round three, the colors, completely different. The styles, completely different. Right. Okay. This is this is for all the marbles. This is it. All of them. Yes. Really? Gnomes play with marbles? Sure. Because they're, well, like for gnomes, a marble is like a bowling ball. Yeah. It's, <laughs> That's they're, right. They're tiny. Okay. They're did you guys did you guys ever see the old Disney movie like from the late sixties, uh, the Gnome Mobile? Did you guys ever see that? The Gnome. I don't what? remember that. Oh no, seriously. I feel like this is something Disney has kept locked in the vaults. I bet you could find it on Disney Plus, but it had like <laughs> the same little boy and little girl from Mary Poppins. They like just cut and pasted that into this movie about this uh grandfather who uh had a beautiful 1930s rolls royce and he was selling a ton of timberland and so it had like an environmental message it was like late 60s um nobody anyone it's, it's a real movie the no mobile wow july 12th 1967 okay yeah, yeah. all right it's kind of that whole like live action mary poppins kind of Sure. Yeah. While driving through the forest with his grandchildren, yeah, Elizabeth and Rodney, who are and Rodney. lumber tycoon DJ Mulrooney stumbles across a duo of tiny gnomes. Of course, he's a tycoon. A duo of tiny gnomes. <laughs> they were twins. See, when the yeah. yeah, there you go. And when 
when the lumber company's head of security hears the story, he thinks the, that Mulrooney has lost his mind and has him committed. Cool, cool. Now cool, the grandchildren cool. need to free the old man and also rescue the little gnomes who were kidnapped by a freak show promoter. There you go. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. <laughs> that, they packed Honestly. a lot into that. I mean, I was a child in the 70s, so I bet I've seen this, yeah. but I probably have repressed those memories. <laughs> yeah. You probably woke up screaming. Well, you know, Disney did a ton of those live action movies yeah. that like we, you know, Escape none of the animated from, stuff. Uh, Escape from Witch Mountain. Mountain. Yeah. 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 That, that was what, did they do the, the computer- Chitty Chitty Bang Bang movies? Yeah. I don't know if that was, was Disney. That Disney? I don't think that was. Yeah. It might have been. It was. They, of course, how can we forget Song of the South? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, the, Oof. It's hard to beat the Herbie movies. Though. Right, yeah. yeah. Oh. The computer that wore sneakers yeah. and yes. like, you know, those first um, Jeff Bridges like got his start doing that yeah. before Hit the Dude. And then didn't they also do the Benji movies? Uh, I don't Do know. I don't know. I feel like that was something they yes. did. Yeah. yeah. Could be. Maybe yeah. Yeah. There was, only there was like some sort of devices that would tell us this stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Maybe a website. Yes. Okay. Battle three continues in just a minute. Welcome back, everyone. So now this is round three. This is for all the marbles and all of the gnomes in Gnomeland. <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah. One of the greatest scenes of all time by yeah. gnomes. Wow. Did, I mean, you, you wow. don't happen to have him talking about getting things, certain things off of certain planes, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we had a gnome version of that, that would just be the icing on the cake. Right you know there. what? Or Ezekiel 2517. <laughs> I'd take that too. When we do, uh, when wow. we do the gnome fight rematch. Okay. Yeah, yes, okay. Yes, yeah. Yeah. There'll have to be a rematch yeah. here. Wow. When we find some more gnomes to, to yeah. come to battle. That's right. Yeah, I, I think wow. we need to do a gnome show at least once a year. Now sponsored by Noom. I mean, I, I, <laughs> sponsored by Noom. I will happily go to Pittsburgh to pick up more uh, dancing gnome. Okay. I feel like we got to get some beer from Nome, Alaska, too. Just there oh, we go. Oh, <laughs> yes. I mean, I know it's spelled without a G, but I mean, Still. Alaska just needs to get on board with 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 the everybody G, G and O and me until until someone yells no moss. You know? oh. Oh. I'm sorry, America. I'm sorry for all of us. Wow. Okay. That's wow. Okay. <laughs> Feisty little suckers, aren't they? Because yeah, really right, are. it's round three. This is the okay. this is it, man. Okay. This is the final the final countdown. Wow. No. Yes. <laughs> mm. Okay, so two completely different looking beers. One yes. is light and tasting. One is dark. Okay. What are our thoughts on three A and what might we think it is? Hmm. It's kind of smooth. It is. It's very light and refreshing. Fest beer? I think. <laughs> and no. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, I think higher ABV. There's Copy a little, profile. A little sharpness in there, but. Mm. Hmm. Kind of feels like a pale ale that just quite isn't. Maybe a light ESB. 
Okay. Yeah, there's, so, there's something going on with this. Yeah. I'm not sure what it is yet. So let's think about Fritz Maytag for a minute. Ooh, ooh okay. okay. I know where you're going. Okay. Yeah, right. So steam. are we allowed to say steam or do we have to refer to it? Well, as, as well kind of use the California yeah, common. I was going to say use the more common name. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see what you okay. did there. Yeah. there we go. Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we were dancing around it, but yeah. it just yeah. 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 So oh. now I'm focusing you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So 3A is. Uh, what I feel is a nice interpretation of a California common. And again, a beer style that we don't see Mm-mm. a lot of. No. God, when's the last time you actually drank one? Recent, I, within oh, the last year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I drank an Anchor sure. Steam probably three, four months ago. Really? It's like, yeah, I it's like, had I haven't one. had one forever. I'm going to yeah. have that. I've got yeah. a friend in Chicago. They've got like the big 19 ounce cans Whoa. of, oh, of wow. Anchor up there. And he like is showing me them all the time. I'm like, why don't we have that here? Because I, I would, swear, yeah. I think the last time I had a taste of it was the last time we went to GABF, like whatever, wow. four years ago. I think 2017. They a, yeah, they actually had the a booth and uh, we're serving it. And uh, we got little pins. I remember that. It's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. God I'll definitely be revisiting it here in January. I'm teaching a class on beer at a local university. And nice. that is on the first night. I, I do the one thing students hate is I lecture on the first night of class. But it's kind of a, here's how we got to where we're sitting here tonight. And Anchor Steam, is, Anchor Steam in Sierra Nevada is one of those beers that. Aw, that's um, great. You know, it's like, hey, yeah. there, here are two styles. Well, first off, Anchor Steam, thank you for its Maytag for, yeah. for being the godfather of the American craft beer. For bringing beer. good beer yeah. to yeah. America. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Uh, and then we also, I try to find something from Doc Vichette's Ancient Ale series. And then the uh, nice. the other one is uh, uh, Pilsner Kell. So like, oh. yeah, four, four beers that you know, have, have yeah. had, you know, some huge impact or well, at least an approximation of what beer tasted like. So yeah, no, as far as steam beers go, this is, this is very tasty. So this beer from this particular brewery as a California common is 5.2% ABV. That's right in the wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's about right. Yeah. yeah. I wish they had a little more hop character. That's one of the things I love about Anchor Steam. Yeah. Like they use those Northern Brewer hops, yep. and it's just, I love that flavor. Funny, yeah. there was a discussion that broke out on a local homebrew group that said he wanted to brew a steam beer, but did not want to use the Northern Brewer hops because his wife didn't like the minty flavor that they impart. So That's was, part of it. It's part of it. I agree. But there yeah. was a lot of good suggestions there on some other hops to use. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely more on the noble side of things, you know, low bittering. Or mm-hmm. if you're going to use a high bittering hop, just use a small amount as a bittering addition. But yeah. It's it's definitely a style I like. Okay, so for those that aren't aware of what a California common is or steam beer, as Fritz came up with, it's a hybrid style that is very unique to us here in the United States. Um, it's brewed with a special strain of lager yeast that works better at warmer temperatures. So for the traditional lager, you're not going to get like super crispiness. Um, it's a little... Like, I would say it's a tiny bit softer. And it dates back to the late 1800s. Um, so I think that's kind of cool that this particular brewery decided to brew that style. So based on that style and based on what you're tasting, color, etc., what would we be rating this beer? Hmm. I go to that. I'm... Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 it's, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 you go higher. It sounds okay. good to the old okay. jazz hand. We're going to go with a four for this beer uh, in particular. Uh, okay. 
Now, B. Totally completely different. Completely different. For something totally different. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I don't think you'll guess the style. But you might. I, maybe you will. I mean, we do have some. We do have some extra special palettes here. We do. I mean, I'm. When I first tasted this, uh, tasted this last time, I thought it was a Roush beer at first, but then I was like, I, I don't know if I'm like just thrown off. That's an interesting call. Like I, I don't get. Do you get smoke? Because I, I thought I did. I'm getting. I'm there, getting something that's smoke-ish. Yeah, yeah. some phenols of yeah. some yeah. sort. Definitely yeah. some phenolic yeah. for sure. Definitely yeah. phenolic. Yeah. Um, a little bit of candy syrup. Maybe a little bit in there is what what I originally picked. Yeah, up. I'm in my mouth starting to dry out. It's, um, it's I mean, a little, yeah, pa- it's, a little papery. It's a dry finish. Is this supposed to be a Belgian style? Um, kind of, sort of. Okay, but not Trappist. Okay, it's not a Trappist style. Well, Old Ale. Yeah. No. Mm. Oh God, no. Think of it's an imperial version of a style. Like a Russian imperial? <laughs> <laughs> imperial brown. No. No. It's got the yeah. color. Yeah. It, yeah. So I mean it's super yeah. Okay. I was gonna say. So this is an imperial black saison. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So yeah, there's that. Huh. Wow. Yeah, that, that wrap that around would never your have head. guessed that one. No, but then again, how many imperial black saisons have you had? But in a lot, life? a lot makes sense now. I mean, okay. a lot. So makes the sense. Uh, some of these characters were getting those phenols now yeah. makes sense with that Belgian from the yeast. yeast. Right. But that's it's, where it's, coming it's from. not Belgian yeast that that went the right way. I feel like it's Belgian yeast that took a left turn. Right, it's yeah. like um, it, it's it's missing something that. That you really want in a saison, mm-hmm. like they, those peppery notes, right? And the dry yeah. notes. Yeah, if yeah. if that's there, it's like totally plowed over. Like yeah. I, I couldn't pick that up if I tried. I I just don't get like why people make imperial versions of some styles. Like some styles, they like to get cool. they like to get well, drunk. Yeah, yeah the, I mean the saison <laughs> guidelines are some of the only ones that have three different strength levels in the in well, the BJCP, going all the way from like three two up to about eight or nine yeah so you can do big abv saisons but they really get finicky once you get over seven and you it's it's just it's a lot of work to make them balance out right yeah yeah and i don't i don't feel like this is particularly balanced personally um i mean it's it's interesting god that's a death sentence. i thought it was a quad. <laughs> like, when we first tried it before, like I thought, I just want to be quiet. friends <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because of the the you know the phenols and everything. But yeah, I mean that. Yeah, my first swig of this would definitely kind of made me. There's twerk just, a little bit. Yeah, there's something <laughs> cloying in the mid palate that's sweet and just kind of it's like stuck. And I mean, I see where you get the candy sugar. Thing, yeah, but yeah, it's it's it kind of gets stuck there. It's weird. I agree. This one is 8.1% ABV, and they say that it has the aroma with notes of sweet honey, spice, and pepper. Um, and I get, I'm getting a little bit of peppery. Like, not I like, thought, not as much as I want. Nah, okay. in this style. Okay. 
but it's you're right it's there there's a there's little some spice bit. yeah there's some and general there's some, spice i guess honey it's like an old spice oh <laughs> sorry wow yeah this i i really think this is one they just need to give another try. Uh, it yeah. feels like it wasn't fermented at the right temperatures or at the right, you know, for the right amount of times. There's the something that went those, wrong with this. Those Belgian yeast, man, you've they're, got to treat oh, them right because they're tricky. They are the star of the show. Yeah. You know, yeah. whether it's a Saison or a Trappist beer or whatever, the, the yeast is the thing, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. the yeast. The I mean, yes, the yeast is a thing, and that's why a true Belgian style ale. I mean, from the old world is just it dominates. It really does because like it's just so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> so right. right <laughs> it's so beautiful. It's so well crafted. It's. I mean, I hate to say it's a thing of beauty, but it's a thing of beauty. It, it you is. have to be in the right <laughs> yes. mindset for it, but once you're there, it's just absolutely gorgeous. Okay, I, I so... I can always get into a DuPont mindset. Oh, well, yeah. sure. <laughs> right <laughs> now. Slide right into it. Yeah, yeah. right now. Exactly. But I think for this particular brewery that's trying to do something innovative, I thought it was an interesting take. You know what I mean? Because who... I wouldn't have thought of doing this at all. So, I mean, kudos to their creativity. Well, they can't all be home runs. No, 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 they can't. Two, but but not bad. Um, it reminds me, <laughs> my grandpa Sparks always used to say, "Well, you don't taste anything like that every day." <laughs> I was honest, kind of like, he had like a million of those. Like, oh. no, I, he's kind of right. I yeah. think in theory, a, a dark high strength saison's a really good idea. I mean, it, it mm-hmm. does fit some of those really high end guidelines, but just. Tr- keep, keep trying because this one this one needs a little work but i yeah. think if they if they nailed it it will be gorgeous true true so we are going to rate this one yeah. a two okay so right. go big or go home and do tell <laughs> what what, what are we guys yeah what is happening here <laughs> who, who 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 won this cage fight this cage fight, um, Dancing Gnome won the cage fight because they had the California Common. Wow. And Crazy Gnome had their, what they call it, chaotic dreams, mm-hmm. um, which I think is kind of appropriate yeah, in the scheme of things. Well said. Yeah. 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 Um, but still very interesting. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think this is a great example of a brewery getting its legs under them. I mean, yeah, they've only yeah. been around for about a year. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, this yeah. is thing, learning these skills to manage these yeast takes time. Oh, and they'll, sure. fi- they'll figure it out. It'll be great. They Especially will. Growing yeah. At, yeah, a, yeah. at a volume, like higher, you know, like th- maybe they made this as a home brewer or something. And it was, yeah, like, I bet you're right it, about that. Killed it at like five gallons, but uh, like Sean Scaled will tell it. you, that's a whole Scale different it up, game. especially when you get in the higher ABVs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your, your, your yeast are in- incredibly important at that point and you know, you need to take good care of them and make sure, especially on the higher ABV stuff, you're, you're pitching the yeast that you need to ferment cleanly and ferment out the way it's supposed to. Or yeah. you're just throwing a whole bunch of adjuncts at the end, yeah, and it's all, it's all yeah. done. Yeah. yeah, problem solved. Then you've got an imperial lactose saison. Uh, you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you know there's a market for that. Uh, I mean, yeah. I'm not it, but yeah, it's a thing. Just break it down and make it a seltzer. That's all I would do. <laughs> wow. Yes. Okay. Well, and I think they got hit by the tornado, too. They I did. Think so they that's, were, what, uh, yeah. that's what delayed their opening. They Plus were going to yeah. yeah. They were 
almost ready to open uh, into February 2020, ready to go. And then the tornado came through Nashville. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, we got slammed July, with a nasty uh, tornado. March like, 1st, wasn't it? Yeah, just weeks before everything shut down. Yeah. Well, while we're... Okay, so I think it's safe to say that for this Battle Royale, okay, the newer brewery, the Crazy Gnome, I think they're off to an amazing start. They yeah, are. for sure. And I think their two style beers are rather impressive. Um, and I think with a little bit of time, I think they'll be outstanding. Now, this beer, I'm doing Ooh. a little extra special last-minute thing. Yeah. Yes. Dessert. Dessert. Not bad. So this is an American Pale Ale from Dancing Gnome. This cool. is the beer that started everything for this brewery. Oh, interesting. What's the yes. name? Lustra. It's called Lustra. This is, um, it's a hazy American pale. It's 5.8% hopped with Amarillo and Citra. Yeah, get that for sure. Nice. Oh, yeah. And yeah. this is absolutely gorgeous. I really like this. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's absolutely gorgeous. And to me, this is the epitome of what Dancing Gnome is. Super they're, clean. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're, yeah, they're really good yeah. about their hops they're really good um about their pails yeah. and their ipas and that's how they started they only did hop forward beers in the beginning but then they started expanding out good for to, them yeah, man styles, this one you know. while hoppy and hazy is not too filling it's it's pretty crushable yeah. mm -hmm. not hot burn either no. no right so last minute here we're gonna rate the lustra from dancing gnome a four uh, uh, well, I think this was a very interesting battle royale today, and that's going to do it for us. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, please do yourself a favor and tap. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. Tap that subscribe button. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, or Uncle Larry. Play podcasts, sip suds and smokes. We'd love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily notes, our, our daily notes, our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at sipsudsmokes. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news that might be meta in the future. Oh, God. <laughs> You'll also be able to interact with thousands of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Well, that, I want to thank all of our hostess, host, hostesses. Well, me being the hostesses. Yeah, and all of our hosts for today. Good old boy Kendall, thanks for being here. It's a pleasure, always, especially this time. Please tell us about your pod, your blog. My beautiful wife and I blog about the good news of good beer on beermakes3.com and Follow us on Instagram. Yay. Good old boy, Sparky. Thanks for being here. It's great to be here, but do I have to go back into the gnome box after this? Yeah. Get back in the box. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Good old boy, Sean. Thanks for being here. Great to be here. Maybe one day I will DJ a polka party again on Twitch at my handle, DJ yes. Polka Party 1810. But until then, just <laughs> listen to some good polka music when you get the chance. Yes. Good boy, awesome. Dave. I won't consider it life until the day he DJs another polka party. So. <laughs> cool. This is good old gal Juliana. Keep on chuggling and catch you next time.
This has been a One Tan Hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. Thank <laughs> you.